Welcome to another episode of We Live Out of Planet. How are you doing? It's Monday, September 10th, 2018. It's a chilly one here in upstate New York. It's 55 degrees. Feels like it's 51. Highs are only going to be about 59, and the winds are out of the east, southeast. 12 miles per hour. I'm back. Whoa, really? Reggae air horn. Thank you. My producer's on one already. My producer's ready to go because we've had two weeks off, in case you haven't noticed. From we live on a planet i'm back in upstate new york back in the studios this morning and it's great to be back out talking to you i've missed being on the airwaves i've missed coming out and talking to you guys i have been away from social media period for about these two weeks when i was in bend oregon or you know i do you say oregon or oregon i've said oregon my whole life i just said oregon 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 i get to oregon and all the people from Oregon say Oregon. So you have to say Oregon, not Oregon, I guess. I don't know. I People tell me I have a, a slight accent anyways, being here in upstate New York. I don't hear it, but um, nobody ever hears their accent. It's like asking a southern person if they hear theirs. All right, I'm rambling. What was I going to tell you? I'm back. It's great to be back. I'm sorry I didn't take you on my trip. Like I planned uh, my last episode on the 20th. Holy cow, it was the 20th when we were back on? Long time. It felt so strange to be away this long. Um, But I planned on bringing you possibly on my trip and interviewing people. You know what? Nobody wants to talk when they're traveling. Nobody wants to talk nowadays to one another anyways. But um, the, the trip was hectic. And everybody's busy. Everybody's doing their own thing. Nobody wants to stop and talk. And I just, I didn't have it in me. My nerves anyways. I was thinking about my trip, thinking about getting to my buddy. And um, my uh, one layover, though, my last stop was was a three-hour layover in um, Seattle. I ended up being five hours because I got delayed too. But at least I wasn't delayed on the plane. But that's a long, it was a long day, long trip to get there. And once I got there, it was beautiful. Except for um, quite a few of the days I was there, um, the area was affected by the car fire in California. So it was my first experience of smelling wildfires and dealing with that. And one of the days I came out of the Safeway after running some errands for my buddy and his family, and the air is blown and something hits me in the face, and I realized it was like, ash and so the sky the air quality was terrible quite a few of the days one of the, I, I downloaded an air quality app and um one of the days the air qualities were like in the 300s and uh here in new york i looked to see what it was and it was in like 48 and so air quality yeah it was it was it was uh a different experience for me my buddy um, is doing better, though. Every day I could see him doing better, which was nice. And I'm really happy that I was able to have the opportunity to go out there and help his family and experience the first day of school, too, with kids, which I haven't had that opportunity in a while because my kids are grown now. My daughters are 23 and 31, and my buddy Corey and his wife Heather have two children and they're two boys and they're the ages of 8 and 13. And so right before I came home, they were getting ready to go to school. And so I was able to experience the first day of school morning of them getting ready and all that hecticness. And 
did a lot of running around and errands for my buddy. One of the first uh, couple days I was there, he took a turn for his worse and um, had to bring him to the emergency room, which was not fun for him, I'm sure, and nail-biting for his wife, and he ended up being okay, which was good. And he has, uh, I think, um, another appointment, 15 days, and he'll be able to find out if he can talk, because that was the other thing. My buddy can't talk, and so to go there um, to communicate with him, thank goodness he's a quick texter, and he had an app called Speak For Me, I think was the name of it, and he was able to text or type in his response to anything and be able to talk back and so hopefully in 15 days he can get a new trach a trach that is not cuffed a cuffed trach means it can be inflated and one that will allow him to talk and then eventually get his trach removed so yeah I was two weeks doing that and um, I didn't get to see much of this state being that I was uh, you know not there for vacation I was there for helping out but I did get to travel out a little bit. One of the days, his uh, specialist is in Portland. And Portland is about a three-and-a-half-hour trip from Ben. And so I was able to drive through the area and see a lot of the beauty on the way to Bend. Or, excuse me, on the way to Portland. But uh, as soon as we got to Portland, it was basically get up to his doctor, see his doctor, and then jump in the vehicle and come on back home. One of the days uh, when my buddy's wife was off from work, she's a nurse um, at a hospital right down, not far from him. So I, I brought her to work and did all that kind of running around and everything like that for him and saw where she worked. And uh, one of the days she had off, it was on a Saturday, and so they both, he was doing a lot better and they were able to, you know, do what they needed to do. And they said, hey, why don't you take the vehicle and just get out of here and go check out a little bit of the area so I was able to go to a place, place, <laughs> place. No, I went to a place called Smith Rock. It was about a thirty-five, only a thirty-five-minute drive from his house in Bend, and it was gorgeous. If you want to see those photos, I've got some up on Instagram. My Instagram's Merrick M E R R I C three seventy. Go check those out if you are. It was beautiful, really nice. A lot of rock climbers. Saw my first rattlesnake. We don't have that stuff here in upstate New York, so that was quite an experience. So, yeah, that's what has been going on with me. I had uh, quite a trip. And like I said, it's great to be back on the airwaves talking to you guys. I've really missed coming out and uh, hearing from you guys, too. Like I, I, I said at the beginning, I took a break from social media, too. I just wasn't even really doing any of that i i took a couple photos put them up on instagram that was it um saw a place right near him called pilot butte which is a buttes are just a smaller raised mountain area i don't even know if it's considered a mountain it's flat on top pilot butte i got to see but other than that i was just um yeah kind of a blackout from social media it felt strange refreshing and good in the same way but also different because i'm usually out here listening to you guys too i i really enjoy tuning in to anchor and all the podcasts that uh you guys have to provide and offer out there as well so 
I'm ready to get back on that too and hear what you guys have to say. So thanks for tuning in this morning. I appreciate it. Let's we'll take a quick break and we come back. We'll I want to start. We'll we'll do a positive quote and then our random stuff. Find out uh, what Google had to say because I typed in. I'm feeling curious like I usually do. And then maybe we'll do a little bit of this day of history as well. Stick around. Thanks for joining me. I'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm so glad you're joining me right here. We... <laughs> yeah, okay, you're on one. Reggae or horn, we're back. All right. Uh, health is like money. We never have a true idea of its value until we lose it. Josh Billings. You know, and uh, you never truly know health, how important it really, well, of course you know how important it is. And being away for two weeks with my friend, you really realize, uh, Everything was a struggle for him, so I felt for him. You know, he he got uh, in an accident when he was like 16 years old. And uh, if you want to hear the interview, there's an interview with Corey and I. It's a couple, um, just a month or a month and a half back in the archives. Uh, my interview with Corey is what it's labeled. I'm not sure the exact date. Sorry for that. I should have done a little more research. But there's the short story is um, he, at like 16, got his trach. And um, recently he had uh, the ability to have his trach removed. And that was going to open up a whole new world for him. Uh, you know, being able to swim, being able to roughhouse with his kids and do all the kind of things that he really hasn't been able to do with his trach. He's been able to talk with his trach, but this was going to really open some doors. And uh, this big procedure that he had to have done... Um, quite a few hour long procedure ended up really turning for the worse. And that's hence the whole reason me jumping on a plane and going out there. He had his surgery a little over a month ago. It's been a little over a month that he's been able to speak. And we take that for granted a lot and our health for granted. And I'm thankful to be able to come out and speak with you this morning. And so thanks for tuning in and listening. I appreciate that. Health is like money. We never have a true idea of its value until we lose it. Josh Billings. Try to stay healthy today. Uh, stick around. We'll be right back. When we come back, we'll uh, get into our um, random, random fact for the day. I'll be right back. Welcome back, my friends. I'm so glad you're joining me. I hope your Monday morning is going well on this September 10th. If you're enjoying yourself, enjoying yourself a cup of coffee or tea or whatever time, whatever time you may be listening to this, it might not be Monday morning for you. Maybe it's Monday evening or maybe it's uh, in the late future. Maybe you're hearing this a week from now. Who knows? I'm just glad you're joining me. Let's learn something. Can we do this? I, I, I want to. Are we, ooh, are we allowed to play this? Did we get clearance from that? You didn't find out when I was gone? Okay. Who knows? Let's just go forward. I thought this was fun. I, who knows why it, the the past episodes have been about teeth. If you follow, you know I had a, a tooth problem. I had to have my tooth removed, and that's all good now, all healed over, and that feels good. But this one is about teeth again, so I have no idea why we keep going the theme of teeth. Do dogs have baby teeth like humans? Like humans, they do. Dogs have two sets of teeth in their lives. The 28 baby teeth erupt through their gums between the third and sixth week of ages. Of ages? No, of age. Puppies do not have to grind much food. 
so they do not have molars. Puppy teeth begin to shed and be replaced by permanent adult teeth at about the four-month four month range for dogs. Groovy. There's been some changes, too. Speaking of, I screwed that up a little bit, but I'm going to move forward. I see Anchor has allowed now where you can uh, trim and edit and really polish your podcasts. Not much pressure there. Now, now I have the pressure to. I, I usually just move forward when I fub up. But now I really have no excuse. I guess I could, uh, I could flag this and go fix it, fix it, and I don't know. Life's not perfect, you know. Maybe if I screw up real bad, I'll go back and uh, brush it up. But all right, what else are we gonna do today? Let's um, ooh, let's. When we come back, we'll get right into uh, the state history. We'll head on over to the History Channel's website and see what uh, happened today on September tenth. All right, stick around. We'll be right back. And we are back. Welcome back. Oh, my goodness. Really? <laughs> Reggae air horn. We are back. Okay, let's uh, find out what happened. A couple things this day of history over on the History Channel's website. On this day in 1897, a 25-year-old London taxi driver named George Smith becomes the first person ever arrested for drunk driving after slamming his cab into a building. Smith later, later pled guilty, and he was fined 25 shillings. I went on uh, and found out, I don't know if this is accurate, I typed in what is 25, sh- 25 shillings worth in 1897. It says $5. I don't know if that seems like an awful lot of money in 1897. Goes on to state, though, in the United States, the first laws against operating a motor vehicle while under the influence of alcohol went into effect in New York, my home state, in 1910. So uh, the first one was 1897. It took till 1910 for here in America. It's pretty interesting. It goes on to tell all about um, how the breathalyzer was invented and it was first called the drunk meter and uh, a guy named the of uh, Dr. Rolla Hager. He was a professor of biochemistry and toxicology. He patented the drunk meter a balloon-like device which people would breathe into to determine if they were inebriated. He did that in uh, 1936. And then in uh, 1953 Robert Borkenstein, he was a former Indiana State police captain and a university professor. He collaborated with that hanger guy on the drunkometer and then invented the breathalyzer. Says so it was easier to use and more accurate. Uh, it was, you know, nobody really thought about a lot about drunk driving back then because the article goes on, it wasn't until the late 1970s and early 80s that public awareness about the dangers of drinking and driving increased. And it was in uh, 1980, a Californian woman by the name of Candy Leitner, she founded Mothers Against Drunk Driving, or MAD, as we call it here, after her 13-year-old daughter, Carrie, was killed by a drunk driver while walking home from a school carnival. The driver of uh, that car that killed Carrie uh, says that he had three previous drunk driving convictions. Was, was out on bail from a hit and run, arrested two days earlier. 
So, yeah, that's what a shame. What a shame. You know, it's through great tragedy, some great things can happen. And Matt has saved a lot of lives. All right. What what else happened this day? We can go through and uh, I'm just going to scroll and see if there's anything else that seems to uh, jump out of the the Internet and grab us. 2000 in Hollywood, Halle Berry wins Emmy for Dandridge. Never even heard of that. 1991, Nirvana, Smells Like Teen Spirit is released as a single. 1991. What were you doing in 1991? I, I remember what I was doing in 91. It's 21. 21 years old. Man, that's when that, that seemed like so long ago. Ooh, my favorite in the Old West. One of my favorite movies, Tombstone, anyways, and I've been to Tombstone, Arizona twice. Tensions grow in Tombstone, Arizona after a stagecoach robbery. Let's open that up and let's see what that's all about. I'm finding out just like you are at the same time. On this day in 1881, tensions near the breaking point between the Earp brothers and the Clanton McLarley family. The two major power centers in Tombstone. All right. We all know what happened there. The gunfight at the OK Corral. So cool. Thank you for allowing me to share a little bit of this day history with you. Thanks for sticking around with me and uh, bearing with me while I was gone on my trip to Ben, Oregon with my buddy Corey. I'm happy that he's doing better. It was a little easier to leave and get on the plane to see his progression. It would have been really hard to uh, know that he wasn't doing any better. So I was happy to be able to have that opportunity. I look forward to telling you more about my escapades while I was there too, because I uh, was able to do a couple other things and I want to share those with you. So tune in this week. I got more to tell you. I do appreciate your time and it was great talking to you. I'll talk to you again soon, my friends. Peace.